welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 46. We had to check before we started the episode what one we were on, didn't we? We did, yes. <laughs> but we both agreed. <laughs> we both agreed and hope it is 46. How are you doing, Dad? Uh, all right, yeah. Busy week again. Indeed. We had a lovely reaction. I was ever so pleased with last week's uh, We did have a fantastic reaction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all happened so quickly. We all launched it and within the space of a couple of hours, podcast went up, That's Facebook right. message went out, right. blog post went up, website updated. It was all, it was a manic, manic Friday afternoon. <laughs> it, it was, wasn't it? Uh, and it, it just carried on, didn't it, over the weekend? Too. It did, it, was, uh... it did. Yes, indeed. We've got some feedback on that. So um, we'll get to that in a moment. But yes, so everyone by now has hopefully seen the new Watercolour Made Easy website. And we've had some rentals, which has been great, and some purchases. So I know people have been logging on and checking mm-hmm. it out and watching watching lots of trailers, which is good. And the good news is we've got more subjects coming to that website. So um Look out for those. So, yes, watercolourmadeeasy.com is live and active. And as far as I can tell, and the feedback we've got, it's been good. Yeah, people like it. Yeah, that's the so, important thing, isn't it? You're never quite sure, although we had a good idea earlier on, didn't we, when we um, did the Quinton, that people would like that kind of watercolour. Yes. But there's so much more, isn't there? And uh, the, the one I'm doing doing now is the is a sepia wash just just monochrome sepia wash it's going to be great yeah again watercolor variations on a theme again yes yes indeed and the other big announcement was the changing to lifetime membership so all the members that have been yearly have already been upgraded and they're all really overjoyed with that as you would be it would be yeah, um, yeah being automatically upgraded and um we've had some people switch over to lifetime as well which is great so yeah, they're all going in the hat aren't they, for they the indeed yes there's a competition which will be well unveiling on the day of this podcast has been released the the two well i've just given it away now you've given it away well by this time they hopefully would have seen oh, it there's <laughs> there's two pictures that are going to be given away it was just one mm-hmm but we're going to be very generous. And we're going well, to we're give the, the, the main one that we'd agreed on last week. Um, it's the first and second. We, that was the, that's a great one. But the second one's a nice picture too. Indeed. It's all the second prize, really. So you've got a first and second prize. Yes. Sort of, yes. So anyone that signs up to lifetime membership, including those that automatically upgraded, so anyone that signs up to lifetime automatically gets entered into a prize draw to win these two, one of these, one of these two that's pictures. It. And the cutoff point is again reminds me eighth of November. Eighth of November. End of end of Friday on the eighth of November. Yes. Lovely. So get signing up and you can win an original Colin Bradley piece of artwork. And there's not many people that have got those, I can no. tell you. Because you like to keep I'm I like to make sure you keep hold of your I do, pictures. they're my babies and I don't like letting them go, Steve. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, anyway, let's jump straight into some feedback. The first one is from uh, James. And James says, well, his initial email was received the good news about the watercolour site and tried to get onto it via the link enclosed in your email, but simply got the message 509 bandwidth limit exceeded. He wondered if he could shed some light on this. Now, the reason why I brought it up, and it was quite interesting, and we had a couple of emails backwards and forwards on this, is the website got so popular that it actually went down in the first 24 hours, wow. the watercolour site. I uh, When I saw that message, I, I tried getting it on myself and saw that it had, it had 
not crashed. Well, I suppose crashed is the right word. So I had to log on and quickly allocate resources to get it back up and running. But I'm not expecting the reaction we had from it. No. And uh, it, it blew up. So, uh, yes, the site effectively went down because <laughs> of the demand. <laughs> but I can tell you that won't happen again. I've made sure of that. Um, so I replied to, to James, uh, to Jim even, and uh, he said, thanks, Steve, for a super fast response. Do you, uh, don't you ever have a day off? You're allowed time off, you know. <laughs> I shall now try the site again. And I uh, I did reply to him saying, uh, thanks thanks that we're allowed a day off, um, but we don't seem to have a day off no, with the site. No, um, well, but that's we love what we do. It's so. a vocation, our, our job, though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's something we live and breathe. Exactly. Um, we don't mind doing it. No. But um, as you'll see by this second email that uh, feedback we have from Isabel, um, thanks for your work. I like the look of the new website and I look forward, I'm looking forward to giving them a go. I don't know how your dad manages to get so much done and the work you put into the technical side must be very hard when you're acting. Very grateful to both, uh, to you both. Whilst I'm here, I would like to say how much I look forward to your podcast too. I like the format being very relaxed and informative. Keep up the good work. So, um, yeah, more people saying, how do we get it? How do we all get it done in our in our daily lives. And, know. You know. Well, the thing is, though, Steve, you, you've got 24 hours in a day, haven't you? And um, you have to sleep sort of seven or eight of them. Yeah. But the rest of the time, really, I, I sometimes I'm 10 o'clock at night, I'm working here, yeah. uh, or six o'clock in the morning if I get up early in the morning and I want to do a little bit. So if you think of that, six o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night and all stations in between yeah still manage to eat and still manage to pop <laughs> to out with the wife and <laughs> yeah know, no i mean it 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 can be done and uh it's a devotion to something that you thoroughly enjoy and yeah when i'm when i'm working um i don't consider it work no no that's the thing uh, that's the nice thing about it yeah and and getting reaction like that is yeah. why we do it of course it is you know we, right. we worked on these sites intensively to mm. give them to get them out to people as soon as possible to get feedback like that to get mm. people to to look at them and, and enjoy mm. them and enjoy the work that you've we've put into it and you've put into it and we'll continue to do so um so thanks as well uh, and jim for that that's lovely one more feedback here and this has come from youtube from the user rose colored glass and they say omg your picture is so beautiful. This is the tortoiseshell cat speed painting. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on YouTube that people can watch. Mm-hmm. I was mesmerized, mesmerized watching it transpire. I like the speed paintings because I think that's quite good, isn't it, when they... It is, it is. They yeah. suddenly take well, it within five thing. minutes. That's <laughs> right, the whole, whole thing in a few minutes. You can see the whole thing. If anyone hasn't checked out the speed paintings, log on to YouTube and check them out. Uh, sorry, carry on. I was mesmerized watching it transpire. It is one of the best I've ever seen. I love watching a great art- artist making the picture come to life. It's like being a kid again and seeing magic performed in front of your eyes and being amazed by it. This is the second of your cat pictures I've watched and you are truly wonderful at what you do. I shall continue to be inspired by you. Brilliant stuff, Colin. I shall watch many more of your vids too. So thank you. That's that's lovely. Yes. I don't know why I'm saying thank you. It's thank you to you. Yeah, but that's <laughs> many more sure work. Coming, I'll tell you. Um, I, I love doing them. And I love I love watching them back myself. You know, you imagine if you've done you've spent hours on a picture. Then yeah. In five minutes, you see it all done. That's great. <laughs> um, and it is a it's really entertaining. It is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I, that's why I 
I chose to do this, put the speed paintings up there because mm, you watch mm. three or four hours condensed. That's right. It is, it's quite interesting to watch. I tell you one that will look good. That um, uh, pe- People don't know about this, and perhaps we oughtn't to reveal it, the new picture that I've done. Uh, that one would look really good as a speed painting because it's... Uh, the new watercolour? No, not the watercolour. The uh No, the um, sunrise one that I showed you. There's a sun, there's a sun, sunrise, sunset, sunset picture. Yes. That one. Yes. And I'm not supposed to mention that. I think you mentioned it last week. Did I? I oh, well, then. That, oh, I, I did, didn't I? Yeah, we I talked about did. that. Yeah. You know, that's right. We were talking about me putting that piece of paper that I showed you. Yes. The, the, the doodles that I did. Yes. Trying to work out colours. Yeah, I showed yeah. that actually on the um, video. So people, when they see oh, good. it, good, good, actually, good. and I explain it. And when you see the the picture, the finished picture, you can see where I got all the colours from, but it doesn't bear any resemblance to the the scribbles that I did. Oh. No, it's, it's quite different. It's good people can see your process I think that. people can see that, and if they take up on that, and I'm sure they will, because it's always worth doing... I mean, all the great artists, when they produce their masterpieces... They all did sketches first. They yeah, all did yeah. sketches to see how it was going to work. Does it work? Does it need this uh, or that or whatever, or better composition and so on? Mm. And it's quite a good idea to do that. Yeah. To actually work out, especially colours, because if you get the colours wrong halfway through the picture, oh, you get it I wrong, can imagine, yeah. you're in trouble. You know, you've got to stick with what you've got or you've got to start again. Mm. So it's always worth working out the colours. And the pastel pencil works well, Steve, because in pastel pencil you have um, sort of a set number of pencils. You, you might go down the cool road or the warm road or a combination of the two, and you have those colours. And as you start using and selecting your colours, you can see other colours that allied to them and the contrast with them. It's easier, I think, to do it than in watercolour. Yeah. Watercolour, you've got a set of palettes, and you decide what you're going to do, and you have to mix those. Yeah. Well, with a pastel pencil, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you could take your time a bit more. Mm, I think it's easier than... Certainly working out your colours is easier mm. with a pastel pencil. Pastel pencil is a good way to get the foundations for watercolour, would you oh, agree? Oh, without doubt. Oh, Yes. Without doubt. Pencil. If I was going that way around, that's the way around I would Start with pastel pencil and then move then on go to water. Take what you learn and mm. use it for watercolour. Because the similarities, we know that, light mm. to dark and so on, there are similarities. And certainly, if I, I went to watercolour first, as you know, yes. and I did my watercolour work, and I've still got some of the watercolours that I did originally. And then I went to pastel pencils and spent nearly 30 years doing pastel pencils. Now I've gone back to watercolour again, and do you know the big difference between the two? The fact that the, what I've learned from the pastel pencils has really held me in good stead now. Mm. And I can do things with the watercolour I couldn't do before. Right, yeah. Because so you've learnt from the pastel yeah, pencils. Yeah, so that is definitely the way around. People that start with watercolour and struggle should try pastel pencils. And and that gives them confidence as well. The two mediums really... Com- are there any other two mediums that really complement each other as well no. as these two do? No, they don't. And especially as not only can are the skills transferable from one medium to the other, you can combine them in one picture. That's right. That's right. It's quite a special... There isn't, there isn't another medium other, no. that you Oil can do that do with. It. Acrylic won't do it. Gouache, to a certain extent, can. You What's can, that? Uh, gouache. It's like, a, um, it's like watercolour, but yeah. it's... Uh, 
it's stronger. You know, you can put it on and you can overlay. Oh, right. Sort of between acrylic and uh, watercolour, I think, gouache. Right. Uh, but it's water-soluble. Ah, OK. But it, not many people use it, to be honest. Right. Not now. Hmm. OK. Fascinating. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. OK, so let's... Thanks, everyone, for that feedback. That's lovely. And if you've got uh, feedback that you want to send through, then you can email it through to Dad's email, which is colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. And this goes the same for the questions. So jumping on to the first question from John Brock. Uh, he says, Hello, Colin. Enjoying your podcast enormously. Very informative and instructional. Concerning colour blending, which in a very real sense is the heart and soul of, of the art... In your last podcast, now this was a while ago, so it might have been a few podcasts ago, you talked about mixing dark and light colours and modifying colours using other colours to soften and change the characteristics, etc. My question is, can you scrape off colour from one pencil, say 177, and blend this scraping dust with the dust from another pencil to create a desired colour? For example, can you use the dust from 177 and 273 to create a softer version of uh, 177 and then apply the mixture with some sort of applicator like a blender or a fine brush? For that matter, can you use the scraping mixture of red and blue to create purple as you can in watercolour and then apply this blend or mixture to your picture? So we'll start there because there's a bit more to that email. Yes. Uh, it's interesting, uh, isn't it? The answer it? is yes, you could if you wanted to do that. Really? If you wanted to take the trouble Almost to do that. Almost using it like a watercolour mm. palette. Absolutely. You could, you, as long as it was a fine dust, um, then there's no reason why you can't do that. I wouldn't do it, personally. No. Uh, I wouldn't feel the need to because the problem you have when you have... A, uh, mixed outside the palette, you haven't got quite the control over it. When you've got a pencil going on, you can see just how much is, right. is being used. Um, and now I'm saying that because I understand the pencils really well. And people that don't would might see that as being a better alternative. Yes. But I don't know whether necessarily it is. But you know what? Try it. I give it a go. I never, I never fight shy and never have fought shy of experimenting. Yes. Interesting. Okay. And it's worth having a crack at that. So he, he then goes on to say, are the poly sticks made from the same material as found in the pencils or are the two slightly different to each other? If you were to blend two polychromo sticks, say 177 and 273, you would have a particular result. Would you get the same result from the pencils of the same numbers? I'm thinking here in terms of blocking in the large areas because it would be more economical and probably easier to use the sticks for large areas than it would be to use the pencils to do the same job. This is more or less a major concern to me because of the time factor in ordering and receiving the stuff outside the Philippines. So, mm. so that's, there's a bit uh, more. You could do. I, there's no reason why not. I, wouldn't, I don't know the mechanics of all of this. The are the colours, are the, colours sure. the same? 177273. Uh, yes, yes, so, so technically, if you mixed a, a polychromo stick 177 and a polychromo stick 273, this is pastel pencil, yep. Yep. Uh, Faber Castell, sorry. So if you mix the two polychromo sticks, you'd get the same effect, yes, the same colour as you would if you took the same numbers from mm. pencils. Yep. So in fact, what he's saying is if you wanted to create a, uh, a background mm. and you had these two colours, mm. it would be best to use the sticks because they're better for covering large areas. No, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I, I don't agree with it because the sticks are a little harsher than the uh, right. pastel pencil. You've got to be careful with the, with the polychroma sticks. I've always said, if you're going to use polychroma sticks, you need to put a base down first. Okay. You need a, a pastel pencil base, not just one. If I was doing, uh, for instance, um, a medium tone background, I'd put a maybe an ivory or a light grey on, and then I'd use one or two other p- pencils 
on them before I use the polychroma sticks. Right. Otherwise, you could have a problem with the sticks marking the paper. Yes, I see what we, you're saying. I, I, this has happened before. So the general rule of thumb would be to use a pastel pencil always for a base. I'm afraid they do. And not just for the base, but also to build up a little bit of colour before you start using sticks. Sticks are add-ons, I'm afraid. I think what John's thinking about doing is using the sticks instead of the pencils. I'm afraid it'll find that won't work. Okay, it's good. Good good tips. They're add-ons. Good tips. Polychromo sticks are add-ons. Good. Okay. Lastly, I was wondering if you had any contact with the product called Colour Fix, made by an Australian company, Art Spectrum, which is an acrylic... Primer, prima, primer, mm-hmm. used to paint on just about anything. This material gives tooth suitable for pastel pencil. Yes, they they do recommend that actually. That, do they? That you can use pastel pencil with it. Who's they? However, well, Fav- Art Spectrum and uh, art manufacturers and retailers, I imagine too. Mm. Uh, let me just talk about Color Fix in a moment. It came in two forms. It came in sheets colour fix sheets already done which you could buy and it's actually a very good product uh i've used it myself on several pictures with the polychromo sticks and the soft pastel because you're looking at different your different consistency mm. it's not like the ongre paper which is a little bit susceptible to those uh, harsher um colors mm. and sticks uh and they can be used so that can be used and i have done and I would recommend them if you're going to use sticks. Definitely. They're very good. The colour fix. But, but for our work, colour fix doesn't give you the detail. You can't get the detail in. You can't uh. get the fine. I could never do, uh, you know, one of my fi- famous eyes with, with the colour fix paper. It just wouldn't allow me to. Uh, so that's out as far as I'm concerned. However, uh, and the other thing is that John was talking about a material you paint on. Yes. That, true. Yes, it's the same stuff and you can paint it on. And you can but but once you've painted it on and it's all dried out, you're in the same situation you were with the colorfix paper. Used with pastel sticks, great. Used with pastel pencils, not mm. so great. Depends on the does, would, it, would you say it depends on the subject you're doing? Because uh, if it's a subject that you need that much detail, then don't use it kind of thing. Uh difficult to say i think people have got to try things for themselves i I mean i've as i've said before i'm a great one for experimenting and i would say people spend a little bit of money and have a crack at things and like that buy a bit of color fix paper you can go into your retailer and buy a sheet of it but if you're asking me what i would do i wouldn't do it okay i wouldn't use it well, it's exactly it's so you know (laughs) i can only speak from my own personal point of view yeah Okay, great. Good. That's a good few questions there, John. I think that's a lot of information. It is. It's useful information. It gets things out in the open and people don't wonder then, do they? Yeah, yeah. So so nice one. Thanks for that. So the next one is from Jessica. And she asks, do you know the maker of Tracedown? I tried searching for it in two of the art supply stores I use online. I can't seem to find it. It's the maker of Tracedown. And you've sent... Do you know what you've sent? No, I can't remember now. Okay, I'll tell you what you've done. (laughs) You said the Trace Down website is... So get a pen and paper, everyone. www.artco... That's A-R-T... C for Charlie, O for Oscar, E for Echo, co, I assume, um, .co.uk. So www.artco.co.uk. That's A-R-T-C-O-E.co.uk. 
So there you go. That's the Trace Down website. And uh, it's a good product. It is. Yeah, you talk about it a lot, mm, don't mm, you? Good product. So, so that is that. Next question we have is from Phyllis. Hi, I am doing a portrait of my granddaughter. I am struggling with the hair. I find this is the most difficult. Do you have a tutorial of this or any tips? I would hate to ruin it with the wrong colours. I think you say it is a mousy. I think you could say it is mousy, not so much blonde. Thanks, mm. Phyllis. Mm. Well, mousy hair is something like the difference between brunette and blonde. It somewhere goes yes. somewhere in between the two, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, you've got mousy hair, Steve. Oh, thank you. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, you're lucky you've got hair. I haven't got hair. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was mousy. <laughs> or black or white or any other colour. <laughs> no. Uh, seriously, um, hair, she's absolutely right. Hair is a the nut. hardest. Yeah, it's a very difficult. Let me tell you why it's so difficult. Because one thing, it's fine. You know, you we we look at animal hair and we look at uh, dogs' fur. We can we can all right the other cats' fur and yeah. the other way around. Uh, we can see that and we can see it sort of more coarser. Fine hair is a nightmare to do. Human hair. Human hair, yeah. You've got it is a nightmare to do, especially if you've got curls. They're even worse. Yes. Um, now there's no easy answer to this. I do have tutorials, yes, on hair. I don't have a tutorial, I don't think though, on um brunette or mousy hair. Did I've you got know? A, I, I, you know the portrait uh, DVD that I've got? Yes. Well, that covers blondish hair. It Covers black cat. hair, Atlantis. Do you do the yes, Atlantis? Atlantis black hair. So it's somewhere between the two of them, folks. <laughs> Is there the Victorian lady? Yeah, the Victorian lady uh, booklet. Yes, that covers only in picture form. It's it's uh, not in video not form. Video form, but that's another thing you could do. You can so buy. What, the, what tips have you got for doing that? Well, what I kind would of say colors? I would say the best in in this particular instance buy the uh, booklet. Yeah. Pastel Pencil Portrait Booklet, because that actually does go through the colours and the sequence that you need. But I can, I mean, if you like, I can talk about it. You'd start off, if you were going to do mousy hair, you'd start off with white in the very highlighted areas, the very lightest areas, followed by ivory. And that ivory would then link the lighter hair to the medium colour hair. Then you would use um, possibly a grey, perhaps a an earth grey as a starting for the really grey yeah gray. yes you have to isn't that interesting you, you have to because we have to have a base well the thing is you're going to you're going to stick in brown on you're going to put brown on mm. now if you're going to put brown or ochres on you have to have something that weakens those colours mm. if you put brown directly on you're going to have brown hair which is going to be very stark yes you know, sharp you, you need and a cushion. Of, yes, yeah. yes yes so that's what I would do the three colours the, the white the ivory and the, and the light grey 270 would be ideal in this situation because you want to keep it warm. You don't want to cool it down with a 230, for instance, which will cool it. And you start that and you start the ball rolling. Now, in the very darkest part of the hair, because you're going to get dark parts of the hair, then you'd need to go into the, the medium grey, which would be the uh, 273. That would give you the dark grey. Now, this will give you... You wouldn't need too much of this. You just enough to give you the base colour so that when the darker colours, the browns and the ochres go in, you're getting then the right depth. A lot of people, and I've had this recently in a couple of instances, where people have over-applied the base colours. If you over-apply the base colours, 
the darker colours don't have a chance. They're weakened. Mm. You can mm. imagine that going on top of them. So it's a, it's a question of balancing. You have to balance this. And this is where, Steve, I've got to tell you that it would be good to practice first on a piece of paper. Yes, absolutely. You don't have to be very clever at it. You just put the colours in mm. and you see the effects that they're getting until you understand how those effects are coming along. You don't have to worry about all the fineness and so on. The problem with hair is, you, at one point in time, you're going to have to put light over dark. That's when it gets tricky, because that's when you get the muddy effects. Oh. Tricky. I don't want to put people off, but I tell you what, it's very hard. And, and if you say, oh, well, yeah, it must be easier in watercolour, it ain't. Is it easier well, in acrylic? To Probably. Do, to do hair in watercolour, I wouldn't even... It's a nightmare. Oh, I can even imagine. And if you do it in oil, it's uh, much, much easier. If you do it in acrylic, it's much, much easier, but you don't get the same effects. You know? Yeah. Because okay. you can lay you can lay light on, on top of dark. You mm. can't with pastel pencil so easy. But one day, uh, I put it on the list, Steve. <laughs> I will actually do um, fair hair in a picture. I'm sure people would like to see that. Like a mousy, yeah, mouse, mousy mm. colour kind of hair. Mm. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, for the meantime, it, it, the booklet obviously is a, a good way to get the, the actual yeah, specific colours. But then hopefully that information for anyone else out there as well that's, that's look, that might do that in the future. Make note of what dad just said because that's that could mm. be quite useful in future and the pastel pencil bullet video also covers hair and it covers the mechanics of the hair they just have to work out the colors tones yes 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 mm, good okay brilliant well thanks phyllis for that that's a good question that's all i've got for today on our, our list of feedback and questions. Well, we milked them, though, didn't we? You did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing no, is, you see, with a question like that, though, Steve, you get, you get these questions and they prompt me to think, oh, I can tell people about that. I can tell yeah, people yeah about absolutely. That. And you can go off at tangents, whereas if you don't get the question, you can't do that. Mm. So well, these are why these questions are so important. Exactly, and we encourage, obviously... As many of you out there that have got questions, send them over, send them through. You know, we've got a little bit of a backlog. So, um, you know, we, we get through the questions, but do keep them coming. So uh, that's the reason why we do these podcasts. If of you didn't send any is. questions in, we'd uh, that's right. sit here every week and uh, talk about ourselves, <laughs> which is not <laughs> not anything interesting. Um, so, like I said earlier, if you've got a question or any feedback, you can email dad, colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. Or get in touch with us via the website, colinbradleyart.co.uk. And if that's the same, if you want to sign up to to watch any of the videos, the lifetime membership we said, if you sign up for that by the 8th of November, you can get entered into our competition to win one of two pictures, which will be going up on the Facebook page. So look out for that, because if you've already signed up, then you will get to see what you have a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's going up on Facebook on Friday when this podcast goes out. And um, we mentioned YouTube earlier. If you want to check out Dad's YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash Colin1940. And we have, obviously, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Colin1940. And um, if you want to, you can share your artwork on that page as well. It's not just for our updates. It's for you guys, too. We're getting quite a gallery now. People are putting lots and lots of lovely things on. Yes. Well, we had a picture that went up, a very good picture from Jessica, and, and you commented on it, Dad. You went, well done, Wendy. Did I really? <laughs> Which she did. And uh, and she said, that's very nice, but it's Jessica. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about I that, I think John. you're... you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, do you know what? It's not just you, Jessica, that gets it. There's there's four of us kids, and uh, sometimes dad dad will go through all of them, but your own name before he gets to you. So we like, all right, Vicky, just Becky, st- who are you? <laughs> Which one are you? Oh, uh, so, so 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 that's a, that's very mild, isn't it? If it's I only only once. So it's happening for you listeners and you 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 members out there too. It's it's happening. You you'll be lucky if you get called the right name next time. I'm getting old, Steve. <laughs> it's all right. You saw it though, and you, it was, the comment was genuine, wasn't it? It oh, was yeah. a very good job yeah. that she did. It's a very good right. picture, so it doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, that made me laugh. <laughs> Probably made her laugh too. Anyway, um, so it'd be great. Uh, last thing to say is if you've got uh, a minute or two, it'd be great if you could write us a little review on iTunes, if that's where you're listening on iTunes. If you could write, uh, rate us out of five stars, drop us a little review because that bumps us up the rankings on iTunes and we like that. Here it makes us happy. So um, it'd be great if you could do that. And um, that's it for this week, I think. You've got anything else to say? No. Good. I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm eager to get going again. Now. You are. Yeah, I can tell. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. Right. Shall I leave you to crack on now with your next project? Uh, I will. Yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. All right. Okay. I'll leave you to it then, Mum. Oh. <laughs>